Go on, tell it now. There was a guy who um, was in a restaurant and he was trying to, he was on a first date and he wanted to impress his date. And Frank Sinatra was in the restaurant. Yeah. And he went over. And I think he was sort of moderately well known, this guy. So it wasn't like a total, yeah, random of coming up to Frank Sinatra. So he came up and he said, Can I have a very quick word with you? He said, I'm so and so, I'm a comedian or something. And Frank Sinatra said, Yeah, yeah, what is it? And he said, With this beautiful woman on my first date, I really want to pull. And if you could come just pass by the table and go hi. I'm going to pull, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And Frank goes, yeah, I like the sound of that. That's fine, not a problem. So the guy goes back, has his meal. About 10 minutes later, Frank Sinatra gets up, walks past the table, and he goes, Don, how are you doing? And he goes, Frank, I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 93 of I'm Fine, a chat around the subjects of health, wealth and well-being between myself, Damo and someone who likes to send videos of people feeling ant colonies, co- colonies? Like busy Billy colonies. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Shall I start again? Go on then. A chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being between... <laughs> Take three. This is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being between myself, Damo and someone who likes to send videos of people filling ant colonies with concrete just before I went to bed. Mm. Mark. Thank you. I don't know why I'm thanking you. It's no. just the description. I, it was I the, it probably was awesome. the most random thing you've ever sent me, especially just before bedtime. Did it get your mind racing because you disappeared <laughs> fairly soon? <didn't> you? <laughs> it was bedtime. Yeah, okay. I was ever so tired and you sent me that and I was like, what? Amazing. Norman, I, was just, I was waiting for the COVID kind of vaccine-related, you know, yeah, you conspiracy theory bit to kind of kick in. Like, you know, there's big some ant conspiracy. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was someone who filled an ant colony yeah with concrete yeah and then dug said concrete out we didn't dig it out dug dug around it yeah Yeah. and went down about eight eight meters Mm. or Mm. to really to kind of reveal this elaborate set of tunnels and and rooms and chambers it was fascinating it was they even said they've got a place where they put their rubbish yeah and they're clever aren't they yeah um we're (laughs) Was there something you wanted to say about that kind of, or is it just, oh, wow, look at this? Because we've done ants before on this, this pod, haven't we? Yeah, there are a lot of time friends. I think it was, I've been or listening. Or milking, a- aphids um, milking. Yeah, they is farm it? aphids, don't they? That's right, yeah. That disgusted you at the time. It did. But... It still does. <laughs> it still does now a little bit. I think it's just part of my, I was listening to a podcast on consciousness and I'm really, really struggling to understand consciousness. Yeah. This was in its deepest, deepest scientific it's just before bed as well you don't have to put yourself through <laughs> it don't you just go just have a, just have, just just have a sleep easy. like everybody else <laughs> and so i was struggling so this discussion mentioned how far consciousness and i'm not going to go into massive um too late <laughs> tell us about consciousness mark no because i still don't understand it. i'm still really really struggling this guy called um i think duncan goff from durham university or philip goff actually philip goff so the thing was the guy on the podcast said, okay, we can accept that we have a level of consciousness because we, yeah. you know, that, that's a given. We mm-hmm. have a conscious state. We have an unconscious state. Yeah. We also react to things other than a purely 
zombie-like. Yeah. You know, we, we have some subtleties and some nuances mm-hmm. around the way we react to things. Yeah. And <clears throat> took it to the extreme and the guy goes, has a table, got consciousness. There we go. Sounds like an art class. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be draw a tree. The, <laughs> draw the table's consciousness. So anyway, we went from there and then we went back to um, going back up living things. And it reminded me of something else I'd listened to recently about, um, did I mention this about ultraviolet light and pea plants? In pea plants? No, with pea plants. No. So an experiment was done. It didn't start as an experiment. It started as an observation and someone observed something and thought, oh, there's an experiment here. Basically what it was was they had a series of pea plants in a laboratory. And well, just randomly? Well, no, in tubes. They weren't random. It was like straight lines. Is, is this after they've decided to do the experiment? Yeah. Okay, they, right. So they plant, planted some peas. They grew into little plants. And then they provided a light source. I think it might have been ultraviolet light. But they provided a light source. And the pea plants turned themselves towards okay. the light. Like it was the sun. Yeah. Now, yeah. that's understandable that's um that's a reaction that doesn't display consciousness it doesn't display any thought in the same way that if you put your hand in a fire you pull it out you don't consciously go oh my hand's on fire i'll have a think about it so it's a reaction isn't it sure and this is the bit i couldn't quite understand from the description whether it was by accident or by design was that the when this light was given, it was given via a computer. Mm. So the computer got was turned on, the light came on, the pea plants went Did for that thing. hour yeah. and go towards it. At some later stage in the um, experiment, and I think this is where it was by, it wasn't by design, they just came across it, is that when the computer was turned on, but there wasn't the light source, the yeah. plants continued to turn. Because the fan oh, in the computer... I don't tell they recognised it. They recognised the noise, so they weren't turning towards the light. They went, hey, oh, here, comes the, yeah. here comes the sunlight. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Steve, oh, so Steve Harley and the pea plants. And, uh, <laughs> You're really proud of that one, yeah. your little face. I was just trying to go... No, I can't go any longer. So, what they were saying is the plants didn't turn for the light per se. They reacted to the noise even when the stimul- stimulus of the light had been taken away. Right. So then you go, well, that's sentient. Yeah. That's a plant making a decision. They all, yeah. Did because they all it hear isn't... it? And made, did they make, an in, did they make a, a collective set of individual decisions? Yeah, they follow each other. <laughs> or <did> they... <laughs> the headpiece or like. But do you know what I mean? That's, that was really interesting, I thought. And then you get into the point of, so where does consciousness, you know, is it like the smaller the, the smaller the being, the smaller the consciousness? And this is where I came to ants. Yes. And having seen that video yes. about the leafcutter ants, ants in Brazil, you go to yourself because there was one thing, wasn't it? When they move, I think it's when they move soil to build yeah. it. They moved like tons they, of the stuff. Well, it was four. We'll put the video up so we'll, you yeah, actually hear the, yeah. the actual, the real things, the facts. That but they I think said it was four, four times their body weight yeah. for a kilometre yeah. was, was what they were, when they were moving the mud out of it. Mm. So that's, that's me carrying 50 stone mm. a kilometre and then walking back down and doing it again. Yeah. And I guess this is the bit I'm saying. It was, when I've sometimes said about you know, that we see ourselves as, as the top of the hierarchy. Those ants have got the most 
refined and and infinite system Mm. and they probably don't think there's anything outside the world of ants they probably think you know yeah we're top of the pops yeah yeah. (laughs) so so it's like how can we be so opinionated to think that that we're not ants to another human being just because we can't see something bigger than us so that's the bit around how come it just stops with us? Because ants are doing things we couldn't even do. I, you and I could not build what those ants built. No. Not if we had the rest of our build lives. Build a bigger version of it. <laughs> I just don't think using our teeth and our... Even if we had six legs, we couldn't build that. No. So in that respect, ants are way beyond us. We also haven't got 40,000 friends. Who can have got four. They're going to give us a hand. Yeah. She sent me this link. Uh, what time... 22.46, bedtime that is. Mm-hmm. And I said, impressive. Do you think there are any dickhead ants? Or do they all get along? Perfectly yeah. perfect. You see where I was going with this? Ant and dick was my funny. Yeah. <laughs> was my, well, I thought it was funny. Ant and king dick? Yeah. Might not make any sense if I haven't put that bit in the, the okay. beginning about king dick. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm going to have to edit now. Mm. And you went, puzzling intro, great punchline. Yeah. But you were puzzled by impressive. Do you think there are any dickhead ants? Yeah. Was that why was that puzzling? I just thought you were lining yourself up to say ant and dick. Oh no, I wasn't. No, no, I wasn't. It was just kind of a, a series of conscious thought that was pouring out of me into in, into the uh, into the chat. So within the colony, do you think there was people who just go, "Well, fuck that! I'm going to watch Bargain Hunt." Well, that was kind of my thing because I was thinking about society and us and what we're doing mm-hmm. um and what we're not doing and how mm-hmm. we're, we'll come to this in a minute how we're mm-hmm. pulling each other apart you actually put i'm a dandy highwayman adam mm. it's like a little getting rid of the christmas riddler in the last episode weren't you? you that was more riddles for you that was good mm. you got it there yeah yeah um uh, and i said yes anyway why do you send i mean this is deep diving down an ant hole. I thought that was another kind mm-hmm. of funny little thing. Because mm-hmm. an ant hole is a real thing that we use quite a lot in everyday language. Yeah. Yes. It is, uh, it is, it's awesome. Shows my theory. We are just ants. If they can do that. Did I write that? <laughs> yes. You, <did. laughs> you can basically see why I'm doing a novel. <laughs> it's yeah. just going to be a collection of all my texts. Short sentences <laughs> that I haven't got, you know, mm. a middle or an end. Yeah. <laughs> or any punctuation. Yeah. Um, that's why you disappeared? No, I, there's more. I didn't just bugger oh, okay. off. I said, that's what I mean. We aren't not exactly hive mind, are we? Mm-hmm. And you hive like, mind <laughs> a Twitter thing? <laughs> what? Did uh, you just say hive mind? Hive mind. Did you not remember I was texting no, no, you last night? I can't remember night. anything. I was on drugs. <laughs> Explain. No, 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 seriously. Is, did you say hive mind? I did. Is well, hive mind a thing? Of course hive mind's a thing. What is it? It's where everyone, when different individuals think the same thing. As in like a hive of like bees. But it's a thing on Twitter, is it? What? Twitter? I was, li- I was listening to podcasts today and they referred to Hive Mind on Twitter. Hive Mind's a thing. It's been around for oh. donkey's years. And you went, and you, so I said, not exactly Hive Mind, are we? As mm. in, we can't collectively, you know, do things together in a harmonious manner. We as in man. Man. Yeah. Uh, mankind. Yeah. Um, and you put question mark. This is like four minutes past twelve. Oh, I did go for a bit, didn't I? Yeah. I did disappear. Beg yeah. your pardon. And I said, they all work together for the greater good. No division. Mm. And you went, exactly. So you're back in the room. We're yeah. Back, we're back on yeah. par. We know what, 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 we're, what we're talking about. No, no oppo- I said, no opposing views. Harmony. And you said, uh, but they can achieve the equivalent of our top achievements. And they are ants. 
So there has to be something higher than us, and we are ants to them. Yeah, yes. I know what you mean now. Uh, ants don't know we exist, and I, I was like, well, I've got to go to bed, but that is one hell of a bold statement. We could have a whole pod on whether ants know we exist or not, couldn't we? Time to have a guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tiny little microphone. 40,000 microphones. <laughs> <laughs> I made all speak in unison. Do you know about humans? Yes. <laughs> Raise six legs if you do. <laughs> <laughs> the whole house would shake, wouldn't it? Yeah, as, their, as their bodies hit the table. <laughs> um, I'm going to carry on. Just the, the thread could have carried on this morning. We'll probably come to this in a minute. Yeah, okay. But you, you, um, you said uh, you sent me a thing about Novak Djokovic. We will come to this in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and you said he's called Novak, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I know his surname is an anagram of, <laughs> of COVID joke. But without the E, so just COVID jock. Yeah. Right. I thought that was funny. I just want to give our listeners a, an insight into the kind of things you send me during the day. <laughs> I think I responded with something that you're probably not happy yeah. with, just a single emoji with a yeah. the straight line mouth emoji. No, it's just like, like shut it's, it. it's just what the problem yeah. you want about. Yeah. Um, we're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. You can follow us on Instagram at I'm Finecast and search for all of our episodes by category and tag at our lovely website, I'mfinecast.com. And feel free to drop us an email at I'mfinecast at gmail.com. So this episode already has a title. Mm-hmm which is quite rare for us. Mm-hmm. It was born out of training this morning. Mm-hmm. Actually, if we go back to the last podcast, I think it was just before Christmas, we mm-hmm. wished everyone a merry holiday, if you mm-hmm. remember rightly. And I said, I'll see you in the morning, didn't I? Yeah. So cut to kind of me the next morning. Yeah. I was woken mm-hmm. by a, a noise. Okay. Someone banging their bins. Yeah. And I woke up and I looked at my uh, alarm clock on the side mm-hmm. of the bed and it said 20 past seven. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be with you at seven. You're going to be pushed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, I was getting, I don't know why my alarm, I have no idea to this day why my, my alarm goes off every single day. Yeah. And it didn't. And I don't know why. And it, it, I, for a second, I thought I was in a dream. I started texting you because mm. I hate being late. Mm. And I just imagine you kind of sitting there with a tear in your eye mm. waiting for me. In my cold garage. <laughs> yeah. Two cold, two cold coffees. <laughs> um, and uh, I thought it was a dream because I have anxiety dreams like that where I'm mm-hmm. late and I have to, to run to things. So I actually thought that was in that weird kind of, yeah, yeah. Oh, is this I? real or yeah. not or not? Um, anyway, we had we trained today for mm-hmm. the first time since, that was my first one back, wasn't it really? Yes, yeah. Um, and I turned up, you said some stuff. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. And I went, but what's the point, Mark? Didn't I? Yeah. What's the point you went? That is a really, really good question. I think your intonation was different. I think what it was, the point, Mark? Yeah. was I it? think it was more a questioning of But what's the point, Mark? Yeah. Was it like was spout- that better? Yeah. No, it was more yeah. If you're spouting all of this and it's true. Yeah. What's what? the point? Where where is this going? <laughs> yeah. Which I think was really valid. Yeah. And we've talked about it before how we're all kind of, you know, consumed by the antics of, of, of the world and it's yeah. pretty much what's driving the podcast and it's what the madness is isn't it yeah so i wrote down some things that were just bothering me okay and these are things that we've we've talked about this morning mm-hmm. and undoubtedly you'll have something to say about each one of them i'll try so i'll try and get all the way through without interruption <laughs> we'll see how we go shall we okay um i've got, you, some, I got you, some questions what 
we're going to do them one by one. If yeah, I mean, why not? Okay, this is exciting. If I mean, you can, I can say something, and you can respond to it if you like. But hmm. I, I don't want to be here all night. No. Right. No. <laughs> um, some questions. Okay. That, that are things that are puzzling me. Like I was, you were puzzling me last night. Mm-hmm. I was puzzling you. You know what I mean. Why are we, why are we repeat? Oh, bloody, I get my teeth in. Why are we repeatedly told by world leaders and tennis stars, Rafael Nadal? That the vaccine that vaccination is the only way out. Mm-hmm. The only way out. The only thing that's gonna stop this pandemic, right? There's mm-hmm. one. You know, you just sit there very defensively. No, not defensively, okay. but yeah. You have yeah, your arms crossed, um, but you know, yeah. that's the, okay. why are we hearing from the world's leading experts in virology and RNA vaccines via Joe Rogan and Spotify? Mm-hmm. Because they're being kicked off Twitter. Mm-hmm. Why are these experts, who let's not forget, are pro-vaccine in general, yes, getting thrown in with the anti-vaxxers and having any other view cast off as mumbo-jumbo, as our Prime Minister said today? Did he? Yes. So it was his turn. I got it wrong then. Well, no. It we wasn't might... a full frontal attack. No, I won't play it, but it's on, it's on the BBC <clears throat> website. But he said, I haven't said this before, but, you know, there are anti-vaxxers who are spreading mumbo-jumbo on social media. Okay. There are people who are spreading mumbo-jumbo, yes. on, but there are also people who are who are spreading different views that are based on fact. Yes. Which I, my point is they are getting thrown in with that. Yeah. There isn't, you know, we've talked about grade eight, there's no gradation. There's like, you're either in or you're out. Yeah. All right. Um, why are world leaders and ex-world leaders driving a wedge between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, mm-hmm. calling those who are unvaccinated, those through choice, idiots, mm-hmm. and that they'll, Emil dear, piss them off if they don't fall in line? Mm. Hasn't been used by a French president since 1969. That, uh, was, it, was it well pronounced? Yeah, it's a, tr- it's a tricky one, isn't it? It is, it? isn't it? Yeah. Hopefully I did all right on that. So why are these same ex-world leaders, war criminals... Mm-hmm. being handed the highest honours possible in this land that we call the United Kingdom. Yeah. That's puzzling to me. Yes. Why is the best tennis player in the world being made an example of in Australia right now? Yeah. That is puzzling to me. Actually being locked up in a quarantine hotel. Mm. It's a nice one. But no, anyway. they've... Oh, this is... What, the, they put them in a shithole, have they? The Daily Mail. Let's has, make a proper... <laughs> the Daily Mail did a... I don't know if I took a photograph of it. It was brilliant. It was... Um, it was how to, to, to offend everybody in one go. And it was something <laughs> like anti-vaxxer Djokovic. Djok, Djokovic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Covid joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hold up with refugees. And the refugees was in capital <laughs> letters as if right. to go, he's yeah. actually with that lot. <laughs> yeah. In um, cockroach-ridden hostel. Yeah. yeah. And there's this idea that he's... And I, I think it is a fairly shitty place. Mm. But I read something today from The Guardian that basically said... For Nadal, balance, you got yeah, from Daily Mail to The yeah. Guardian, like it. Uh, the Guardian, basically, who were funded by Bill Gates, massively funded oh, by Bill Gates. Let it go, Mark. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Why doesn't he get a personal trainer? <laughs> Is this the guy you described as a waterbed the other day? Yeah, he's so <laughs> sloppy. Do you well, know what I mean? Just Is he offended? Would you like to take him on as a client? Bezos is all jacked now. Would you, <laughs> would you take him on? Bill Gates? Would you take? Would you I train him? I don't think him? he'd take me on, would he? I don't know. 
the fact I'm not vaccinated might be reason yeah, enough. Just be less, skip over that bit. Yeah, there's no way he'd, he'd check. He wouldn't know, he wouldn't know how to check. <laughs> no. Um, no, the point, what was the point we were talking about? So you're talking about Djokovic in prison, <laughs> weren't you? Mm. You were talking about The Guardian. Oh, yeah, so The Guardian basically used some of the thing that you referred to there about Nadal. Yeah. Nadal going, I've got some sympathy for him, but he's a prick. That was well, basically he, what he, he said. He knew he had it coming, didn't he? He didn't call him a prick. That was the quote. I know what you mean. I think there's lots of people in the tennis, you know, his his fellow tennis players are probably, you know, not saying very nice things about him. Yeah. Uh, Why are secondary school pupils wearing masks based on inconclusive evidence that was admitted to today? And you were talking about that this morning. It was Mm. based on, you know, the, the evidence was inconclusive. And they base that whole policy. Has this come out now in the news? Yes, it has. They've admitted that they're talking so shit. Ahead, you I? are. You are. If only our listeners could have heard you. Yeah. You know, talking this morning. Whilst we pretty much go about our business and rack up almost a million cases so far this week. Mm-hmm. Now those don't concern me as much because like, we've kind of talked about it. it's not. You know, it's, you know, if 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 people were dying like they were before, then it'd be there'd be a big pile, wouldn't there? Mm. A big pile of the bodies that they all talked about mm. a few years ago. But it's not. So it's this kind of you're doing that. But then there's this, and it just doesn't... Nothing seems to kind of line they, up. They had Grant Chaps on. I'm not making you? any judgment about what we should and shouldn't be doing no, based no, no. on cases no. and death. That, that's not my that's not my territory. But it, it's not based on anything that's gone before. It certainly doesn't seem to be follow... You know, we don't seem to be learning from anything that's happened to then inform things going through. It, it seems like we're literally just making it... As the needle's on the on the groove, right? We just seem to be making it up right in the very, in that very minute. Yeah, well, Grant Shapp said today, the transport minister, first he was on, um, they were talking about the rises because there's the lifting of the fuel cap yeah. and um, prices are going to rocket. And he said, um, we've put in £4.5 billion of support and he had it written down in front of him because his eyes kept going down. Mm. And the first thing he said is that we were lifting, we're going to have X number of people receiving the minimum wage of £9.50 or whatever it was. And I sort of thought, I don't think that comes as £4.5 billion of support. That's mm. giving poorly paid people that are often doing jobs that have kept the country going <laughs> yeah. enough money to barely get by on. And most of them who are on 9 50 an hour still have to claim universal credit. Yeah. So I don't think you can claim that as a success Mm. and then he listed the other things and one of the things he said was i think it's called something like the warm homes discount and he said we're providing the warm homes discount and this was on good morning britain and Susanna reed went oh oh and this this was somebody had done their homework so brilliantly she went why are you mentioning that and he said well that's going out to 2.2 million people and said oh i think we've got a clip and they put a clip of boris johnson um, in the House of Commons yesterday in Prime Minister Question Time, and someone said, what are you doing? This price cap, people are going to, their bills are going up, some people's from 600 a year to 2,000. Mm. How are people going to pay for it? We're helping the most needy by, provo- pro- by providing this warm homes discount of £140 a week to 2.2 million people. Right. And I thought, that's good. Mm. £140 a week to 2.2 million yeah. people. So she then said to Grant Shapps, in your calculations, were you using the real figures or the prime ministers? And he went, it is £140. She said, it's one payment. 
So twice in the House of Commons yesterday, right. Boris Johnson said we are giving two million people £140 a week. And it wasn't a week. It isn't a week. It's, a it's once a year. Right. And so she said, was he lying? And of course, he isn't going to go, yes, he's lying. <laughs> but you go, how can you do that? Mm. Saying it once could be clumsy. Yeah. But to say we're giving... And then someone going... Someone should have like stopped him and going, uh, what? what? £140 a week? Yeah. You know, that's... that's Yeah. That's a wage. And for how long? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think... <clears throat> where was I going with this? I think... I think... Um, I was talking about I was talking about masks as my last point and inconclusive evidence and them admitting that they were wrong. Oh, yeah, the, the, just, the reason that yeah you just kind of I've just wandered. Yeah, it's all I've right. Just wandered. It's okay. You back? Yeah, back in the room. Come on, <laughs> go have a sit down, have a cuppa. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Why are um, so why are they overlooking and penalising individuals uh, with healthy lifestyles over the over those who haven't because they take the decision to take the vaccine? We talk about this mm -hmm. a lot, don't mm -hmm. we? And this is kind of one of your gripes. And it, I don't think it's an exa exaggeration to say that the message of continue to destroy yourselves with fat, sugar, alcohol, nicotine, lack of movement and anxiety, but take the vaccine is less divisive and polarizing than saying eat well, drink plenty of water, take vitamin D, get access to early treatments if you, mm -hmm. if you can, mm -hmm. exercise, meditate, get out in nature and take natural immunity over a vaccine. Mm -hmm. As, you know, there, are other, there are other reasons not to take them, but that's just... Yeah. An example. Yeah. You know, someone like you might, you know, you can't for medical reasons, mm -hmm. but I think if you didn't have that, you probably still wouldn't. No. Yes. You know, that's fair to say, isn't it? A, I, know, a, I know where you are on that. I'm a bit like Novak in terms that I would not take it, but I think I can be, I don't need to justify me mm. not taking it. I'm 100% feel that's the right decision based yeah. on masses of research and masses. And... Mm -hmm. And I think it was the point I said to you today, which I think just going back to the mask thing, I mm. think is a really interesting thing that we've given 12 year old children the right to decide mm. categorically. And before anyone who's listening to this goes, he's talking bollocks. This is in Canada. This is in the UK. This is in a whole number of countries. A 12 year old child has the right to decide whether or not they have the vaccine independent of any decision their parents might make unless there is a sort of earth-shattering medical reason so they couldn't go yes i want to have the vaccine and their doctor goes but you have got such severe asthma and you're so immune suppressant that if you have it you'll die so they can't make that decision and they have to prove that they have an understanding of the situation now all schools have mm. given the background to it but it's obviously very vaccine yes yeah, so that, that's the way they can have it as you're saying by having all the information yes they need to have the information to be uh, able and to prove say, that they understand it yes and therefore get and then for you know ha, uh, give consent yeah so or, if their parents are pleading with them and say please don't have the big vaccine yeah and they go well what i've done i've, is, done, my research, I've, I've done my research we had a presentation at school and i've read this report i understand what a vaccine is and i understand i understand the risks yes i imagine there also is probably part of that yes. well, i don't know yeah. i don't so, know what so that child the can then is. have it but if that same child four weeks later comes into class and says um i've had my vaccine and i took that for the reasons i took it and i have also done my research and i've looked at the research that the government have posted on their website and i've got an extract on it on my phone so i could read that out in a minute having read that research there is no conclusive proof that wearing a mask will mm. stop the spread to any particular degree and yeah. that the potential 
risk to me in terms of my mental health and my yeah you know masking is there's there's, there's a whole number of studies it's on just too big to yeah to follow that yeah through. it isn't a big enough saving for me so therefore i'm deciding not, not going to, to wear, wear my mask mm-hmm. i think that would be the most so but you're saying yeah they can't they they have to wear the mask you're saying they can prove you know uh i don't know what's the what's the word um, it's almost competency, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, competency in, in to, understanding to the, the vaccine, vaccine. To, to have yeah. the vaccine, but they can't do that to not wear a mask in class. Yes. But well, I think they can. It, it happened in America. Right. Um, a young girl, I've forgotten her name, was sent home from home sixty-eight times for refusing to wear a mask right. based on that principle. Right, right, right. I think that'd be a really interesting thing, and in some ways, it doesn't. I'm not, although my ma- views on masks and the fact that we're still. Hmm. There's another thing on the TV today going, which one, evidently in France and one or two others, everybody now in front line is wearing the FFP2 or the 95s yeah. or whatever it is. I see some people wearing that. Yeah, the, 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 which I discussed here yeah. weeks ago. That's what I was going to say. It's, it feels like the no smoking or the smoking section on an aeroplane mm-hmm. that used to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the smoke doesn't stop at the no smoking sign. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's like yeah. if we're all, if 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 some people are going to do it. If you're one row from the smokers. Yeah. If 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 it's affecting twelve upwards, mm-hmm. then a blanket. This is what everyone should do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even if it's even if it's a gesture, even if it's some kind of mark of you know, I don't know, uh, you know, conformity or you know, I don't know whatever it is. It doesn't seem to be about the science. That's what I said. There's almost like a million cases so far this week, mm. and there's only you know that section of our population, the people that aren't really at risk anyway from any hospitalisation yes. or death, yeah. doing it. It just it, the, these are things that don't add up. I you know I'm not the person to go into all the details and make a you know a sensible counter argument to this. But well, you're going to have. If a... anything, my sensible counter would like we all do it or we don't do it at all. Well, you're going I think to... that's because because. Yeah. There's so many differences. The, the There's science so many. can't distinguish. That's that's the that, point. Yeah, that... You're going to have teams playing in the FA Cup, going to have crowds of 70,000 people all seated next to each other. Yeah. And you could go, it's outdoors. Some of these big stadiums yeah. aren't really outdoors. They're totally then you, covered. Yeah, then you take, then where they're not wearing masks, you've got vaccine and you've got tests. Where they haven't not vaccinated, they've got tests. So There's other things that, and it's like, I don't, you know, it just feels like, like there's a, there's a, a buffet of things we could use. Like pre-treatments, therapeutics, all those kind of things. Well, it's like the vitamin D thing, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, lots of things we can do. There's a whole stack of things we can do to help combat this. Yeah. But we're not being encouraged to use all the tools that we've got. I can't remember whether I covered it on the last pod. I think it's that. Well, it becomes the binary decision, doesn't it? It's it's either the vaccine or your mumbo jumbo. It's like the petrol car, which I did talk about the other week. The petrol car and the battery. You know, it's we've got to we've got to literally dump one and start the other. It's like why why do you have to do that? Couldn't there be harmony like that? Why don't you use (laughs) yes? Is kind of my point. You know, that's my my comment about the dickhead ant. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be someone that goes. Why why are we doing this? Shut up, Kevin. You're always complaining and moaning. We're all just doing it. We don't know why we're doing it. We're the only ones that exist. That's all we know. (laughs) All those big people over there who haven't got six legs. They've got two legs. Um, but that was an interesting thing someone said to me the other day what happened to LPG hmm. liquid propane gas and also yeah, right. the camper van I've got runs on ethanol yeah 
but there's nowhere to get ethanol and also hydrogen can be used and there's a whole number of different things and i'm thinking that's kind of everything in this world is binary isn't it (laughs) well well, it's getting that way red ants black ants (laughs) (laughs) yeah even the ants yeah everything is an either or well maybe because there isn't the gray (laughs) with with the ants that they can build something so beautiful in in so much harmony Mm mm-hmm and, and, and that there is there is a benefit and a greater good, whatever the reason they're on this planet for anyway, in building those beautiful structures, mm-hmm. whatever their reason. They're, What's the point? I don't know, Kevin. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's yeah because we're literally the opposite of that. Yeah. We're, we're in absolute. Chaos. You know, maybe there's something. Maybe there's a there's a there's a bit of a message in that. My final point yep. was um, uh, come April, we're likely to get rid of up to 130,000 yeah. NHS healthcare yeah. professionals because because uh, they are uh, not saving patients but apparently putting patients in harm's way. Right. Well, by going, not by go, not taking... Going back to my We talked about it this morning, didn't we? Thing. That I was saying... that. Well, I think we both came to the, the agreement that they, there's no way they can do it. No. I mean, they may do and we all look stupid. No, no they can't. <laughs> well, that's they what I'm can't. saying. But based, but based on what's gone before, they almost have to follow this through. No, they don't. No, you know what I'm saying. We've said that, you know, you, you say that the things that we've been getting into, we cannot stop doing, like mass, like testing. This is going to go on for a long time. You can't just stop it because it makes a mockery of everything that's gone before. No, you can just stop it. Okay. You can just stop it. you got a glint it. in your eye. Yeah, because I've been thinking about this a lot today. Right. But we did agree on that. I don't think. Yes. I think they'll be yes. absolutely bonkers. So we'll have no one to clap, <laughs> will we? <laughs> if they do that. Okay. So this this is how it works out to me. The thing I was saying about Grant Shapps was that he had said, um, in this discussion, they'd been saying, "Oh, good news for travellers. If you're vaccinated, you don't have to have the pre-flight test coming mm. back into the country." Mm. And they said, "Why is that?" And before he answered, I thought, I wonder what the answer is. Why would we not be testing people coming in? We were testing them last week. Yeah. Making a lot of money for private industry. Keeping us safe. Cynical so-and-so. No, no. Well, it's just uh, the (laughs) latest one's come out, hasn't it? Another one today about um, fraud and and bribery and everything. Um, So I was just thinking, yeah, why wouldn't they? Let's just... And I was thinking, before he answers, I want to come up with the answer. So my cynical answer was... If you test less, then there's less cases. Yeah. If there's less cases, it's less of a danger. Yeah. If it's less of a danger, they've been successful. Yeah. Because vaccines have worked. They're in complete control of the stats. Yeah. Aren't they? So they've now reduced quite a lot the number of tests they yeah. went they actually hit two million this week mm. so what they've done they've and every run... day is a record right oh they yeah. just keep telling you about it, it was a record fucking hell so what's book of records are pissed off they keep printing this thing <laughs> yeah. every, every week so how how i view it is that they've got to the point now where once you've got up to a quarter of a million a day hmm. and no one in the world or no one in britain seems particularly perturbed about this but it's like this is running rampant hmm. and when they asked the transport minister, he said, because there's so much Omicron already, mm. it doesn't really matter if they're bringing it in. That was his reply. <laughs> it was like, we're swamped with it. We can't. It doesn't matter. So what's one more? Come on. And he was smiling in as he said cup. it. And I sort of thought, you've almost come over to our side. I mean, he's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get it. It's almost like, who hasn't now? Yeah. I mean, it's got to the point of, I actually don't know anyone. 
to a couple of people to, you know, I got it. Did I say I'm mm. a survivor? I might not have mentioned it. Long COVID as well. Um, I just but, feel so left out. <laughs> well, that, some people are kind of going, well, why, why, yeah, haven't, why, yeah, why haven't I got, you know, all the people all freshly boosted as well. Mm. Wallop. So this is my thinking after the yeah. discussion today. Yeah. We've got, we can't do more than two million of tests. So we're going to run out of tests already. You can't continually print money to buy tests from China. Is of course, it, that's that, what we've been doing. Yeah, that's true. That was a bad phrase. <laughs> so this is my point. This is my point. We've got now to this critical stage in terms of sheer numbers. Mm. The NHS is struggling because it's the middle of winter and this yeah. happens every year. COVID is seasonal. I put something the other day. I came out with some wild kind of things today. But this has been decided. (laughs) Everybody knows it's seasonal. And I came out with something about the 40 degree latitude some time ago on one of my Insta stories and going, these are the countries that are top Mm -hmm. six out Mm -hmm. of the top seven. They were all on the same line of latitude. If you go from us, Mm. it was sort of Britain, France, Belgium, Germany, Holland. It's just that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens with SARS mm. as a disease. It's the latitude. Mm. It's also related to the amount of sunlight, which is related to the amount of vitamin D. Yeah. One of the reasons why this isn't running rampant in Africa mm. is because of the latitude of Africa. Because if you think about it, hardly anyone there has had the vaccines. No one there has had the booster. <laughs> yeah. They have the worst sanitation in the world. They're the poorest nations in the world. Mm-hmm. All the things they they haven't the facility to wash their hands every two minutes yeah. in a lot of the poorer countries. Yeah, yeah. They don't randomly wear masks in the same way you do. Yeah, right. And it hasn't run rampant. Yeah. And I'd like someone to go, why? Mm-hmm. One of the things I heard was Firstly, well, yeah, we all would, but we know we're not going to hear that. Yeah. Firstly, ivermectin is used oh, old Iver. massively throughout <laughs> Africa. Mm. Or Mr. Mectin, as Mr. I like Mectin. to call him. <laughs> and the second thing that someone said is they're just a bit hardier than us. A lot of the countries there don't have mass obesity. A lot of the people there work on the land. A lot of the people about have my... immunity because they're not. I was talking about the, my stomach condition that I had uh, yesterday. Yeah. And when I first had it, and you start to look it up and people refer to it as an old lady's disease. Okay. Right, diverticulitis, which, mm. you know, p- women in later life, mm-hmm. you know, statistically get mm. it more than anybody else. And it's also described as a, as a Western disease. Mm-hmm. And you, and the people say, well, in, you know, in, in other country, third world countries or uh, poorer yeah, countries, yeah. They, don't, they don't get it because yeah. of their diet. Yeah. But you could also argue that they don't live long enough to get it, <laughs> which, which I also, yeah. when I started yeah. to read around yeah. the whole subject... Um, so you know, another kind of stat, kind of, you know, when you when you actually kind of look actually look at it properly, there's a reason why. Yeah, it probably has a lot to do with diet. Yeah, but also has a lot to do with lifestyle and and and, and length, of, length factors, of life. Yeah. yeah. So going back to my thinking oh, yes. after our session, so all the things are if you had to predict, and to be honest, this isn't retrospective. We have said things over the last few months. We have said things over the last few years. Mm. If you had to predict when this was going to peak, it had to be the winter. We know it has to be the winter. That's why you get your flu jabs in October, November. So that's number one. There was always going to be more. The NHS is always under more pressure in the winter. That's number two. So all the stuff now. And what is bound to happen is come April time, Winter finishes and we traditionally go into spring. If I'd have said that, you'd have ripped me a new one, (laughs) wouldn't you? (laughs) We traditionally go into spring. (laughs) 
And so what is bound to happen, bound to, 100% bound to, is that cases will drop because there will be sunlight, there will be more vitamin D, there will be warmer temperatures. Mm. It cannot live as well as it does during the wintertime when it likes the moisture and the cold. Therefore, numbers will go down. And what's happened already, we're seeing that testing is going to be reduced already. PCR test, if you have a lateral flow, mm. Mm. not that's, happening. That's starting now. People coming in. So yeah. what's going to happen? We're in the middle of January. Mm -hmm. Very slowly, the tests are going to go down from that 2 million. I guarantee after the next week or two, there won't be 2 million tests a day. Yeah. So you will find less COVID. People yeah. are testing less. Mm -hmm. So the numbers will come down steadily. By the time we get to March, mm -hmm. or even in February, I think instead of a quarter of a million, we'll be back down to tens of thousands. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Johnson can then stand up and go, we've, we've weathered the storm. We've got through the winter. Yeah. No one's got it. No one's dying. The NHS is coming back. And it's going to be his Falklands. It's going to be his, look what I've done. We were on the verge of collapse. We had a quarter of a million people a day. And, and now, then then start handing P45s out. No, because what he'll do is going to... I mean, he, it, wouldn't be his, it wouldn't be his Falklands yeah. if he started doing that. No, so what he will do, and I'm so sure of this, I'm so sure, he will say, we have done this from a concerted effort. We have done this like the ants. I think I know where you're going with this. Everybody Mark. has done everything. And because of what you've done, not <laughs> oh. the fucking anti-vaxxers, but you nice people, because <laughs> yeah. of what you've done yeah. and taken the vaccine worn your masks, been heroes and worked from home. I'm going to be sick. All those things. Yeah. You have saved this country from a quarter of a million a day. And what's going to happen because of that is that we were going to, we're going to work with the NHS and work with those people that aren't vaccinated to continue that they can see. Or torture what them until achieved. they say yes. No, just, just <laughs> put out something about so we we're going to we're going to we're going to save the thing that we've been you know we've spent the last two years clapping is that he has are we, are we, to. Are we but are they going to is he going to give all the credit to us yes not us you know you're right the the vaxxed the uh, not the great unwashed and this came from two things mm -hmm. Alan Sugar was on the television yesterday and they asked him a oh, question apprentice is coming up yeah. isn't it yeah and they asked him a question him about something to do with covid mm. because of course Karen Brady was the one that said unvax should be shot <laughs> i think I, i'm quoting there i might be wrong but it was similar. you're never wrong so i mean <laughs> yeah. let's just take that as um or dame Karen Brady obviously because that's what she is now isn't she oh well, she got one as well i think she got it a little while services ago services to the apprentice or services to, to the slaughter of unvaccinated <laughs> <laughs> Support not to the services of football management or football yeah, you know, no, director. West Ham didn't give it to her. Um, they asked him some general question about, oh, that was it. They said, oh, when so-and-so was on The Apprentice, she was running a cafe last year. How has she coped? That was the question. Yeah. And the answer should be, she's battled well. I gave her a quarter of a million and <laughs> she's, she's done all right for yeah. herself. And he said, he actually said, he said, before I talk about this woman, I just want to say something. And he gave a Churchillian speech. Right. On the one show, right, saying what has happened is that Britain has pulled together. We've had the bulldog spirit. Everybody in this country, and then he sort of hinted, most people in this country, apart from them lot, yeah, yeah. have done the right thing, mm. and that's why we're getting through this. And as long as we don't have any lockdowns again, which I know we won't, then we will come through this. We have been stronger than any nation. And he yeah. gave this sort of soapbox speech. And I thought that's laying the ground 
Mm. He was on the one show. He was invited to talk about someone who owned a coffee shop. Yeah. And he said, it's down to this country. And what I think we're going to have is a host of jingoistic... Is that a word? Jingoistic? I mean, you're Jing- good with your vocabulary, but I'm going to yeah. have to call you up on that one. No, jingoistic okay, is a word. Right, right. Um, and this is just... You know how these things snowball and you say we get in a groove? Mm. It's like suddenly everyone decides. There was a question today, I think, in the House of Commons about would it be possible to play the national anthem every day on the TV? That came up today. Right. An MP raised that as a question. They used to play at the end of the broadcast, didn't they? Yeah, Every I night. guess now it's 24 hours. You don't <laughs> yeah. have a... <laughs> yeah. The poor guy who puts the record on lost his job years ago. <laughs> and the ago. woman with the balloons and the clown. <laughs> yeah. The point I'm making is... And this is the final... You're saying the, pe- the, 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 the wheels to, are coming together to, like, to engage, you know, the cogs of the gearbox are all starting to kind of connect and, yeah. and it's all going to start dropping in place. Because he, the only, he cannot... You cannot survive if you sack 120,000 people. Yeah. And I'll tell you the last little bit, I'll tell you for why. Today, Gloucester Infirmary declared a critical incident, which is a status that you have when you can't, mm-hmm. you know, match some of your basic needs within a hospital. And the local news said, uh, this is the situation as we understand it in Gloucester Hospital. There was five people. So they said there was 114 people with COVID in the hospital. Uh-huh. 66% of that 114, so probably 70, 80 people, had come in for something else yeah. and had subsequently either been found to have it or mm-hmm. caught it in the hospital. Yeah. And what they said was they may require some treatment for that, but they were in for other something things else. like broken legs or yeah. appendicitis or whatever yeah. it was. So we're talking about 34 people that had come in with COVID as their yep. presenting yes. problem. Of those, five were receiving a, a higher level of critical care. Mm-hmm. The same time at the height of the pandemic, it was 38 people. So it's a seventh of the people. Mm-hmm. And they brought on the chief executive of the health authority and they said to her, you've caused the critical incident. And the woman sort of went... There's only five people in critical care. Yeah. Also, sort of, why is that an incident? Not not in a rude way, but just going, you've only got five anyway, COVID people that... I'm the only one on duty. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, said? Yeah. It's just me here. And what she said was, her reply was, we have 200 people in this hospital yeah. that shouldn't be here. And they cannot leave to go where they need to go. Right, okay, well, I didn't think you were they going can, there. They right, cannot yeah. go home, mm. probably because someone there is infected yeah. or has to isolate or isn't in a position to yeah. receive a sick person back. Care homes could be shut. Care homes are shut or the social care plan can't be written because yeah. there aren't people in social care to write what's going to happen for when this person is released. And you have to have a plan right. in certain instances. There's probably loads of other things, isn't there? That, yeah. You know, yeah. That... And probably someone to drive them there or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or to get equipment out if they need specialist right, equipment. Yeah. But she said the problem isn't the five people. It's 200 people that we have to look after who shouldn't be who, in this hospital. Who've got nowhere else to go. And that's because they sacked 50,000 social care staff. I was going to say, they can't. So the infrastructure has now been blocked. There's nowhere for people to mm. go. That's what's going to happen with the nurses. Mm. If you get rid of 120,000 nurses, 
it'll just block. So 100% yeah. the numbers are going to go down. So actually the problem isn't COVID there. No. But it is, by, you know, as, as a knock-on, something that happened, what, late last year? Or is it October time, wasn't it? I think the the kind of the, the social care and yes. health care, non yes. well, non the end of the year people went, they were given time. And that was the interesting thing. That, and we said this on a podcast because mm. I said it was April the 1st, which is like yeah, yeah, yeah. the date. Yeah. Why would, if these people are such a risk, why have you given them yeah. six months? Because they're not going to get rid of them before the peak seasonal, yeah. seasonal time. The argument then. was we've given them that amount of time so they can get vaccinated. You didn't give anyone else the... Well, the, no, 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 this is the thing. That was back in the day when you had to have it, wait yeah. 12 weeks, have yeah, it, right. yeah, wait yeah. six months. Yeah, so, yeah. You can concertina them all together now. You can yeah, have that's true. all three of them in about that's four true. months. Therefore, why are you continuing to have unvaccinated staff if they're so dangerous? That's right. Yeah, absolutely right. So you, that's where the science is different. You can't say they're okay for the next two that's months. So they're, they're, like I said to you this morning, are they going to go back and give all those other healthcare workers their jobs back? I think I think all those charities that have lost that have lost you know healthcare workers and support workers and I think they're going to have well they'll do it with the they, NHS the other stuff it's less visible else isn't bugger, it everyone else just bugger off and and but you know the problem one of the problems you've talked about is that people can't go to you know any anywhere that provides any of the healthcare that they need mm. fact, all sorts of you know elderly conditions all, all sorts of things and it's not just yeah. elderly care homes there's 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 adults with learning difficulties who, you know, who need who need specialist yeah. care, yes. and and that that has to be done outside of outside of hospital by councils, by charities, and all that kind of thing. That yeah. has been completely decimated. Yes. So all those people have had to either go back to their elderly parents or just be looked after by hospitals. And yeah. So yeah. And, so and, they've they've made they've made yeah. But this I, is I totally the, agree they can't do it. But, but this is where the final are they going to go back on it? Back I, th on it, I think what they'll do with that social care is the poor relation in the healthcare service. No one has really there hasn't been any marches in the street for fifty thousand people on <laughs> well, minimum not wage. Not marches been, for lots of things, yeah. isn't there? But this is the final piece of the jigsaw, and this is this was such a light bulb moment for me when the transport minister was asked. I'm going to repeat what I just said and explain why. Why they're not doing tests? He went, "It's everywhere." What does it matter in a way if you're coming back with it? Yeah. You know, if you're coming back, do your lateral flow when you, you just, get home. You go into the into the process that yeah, we've got. Just enter the process. But yeah. when you're coming in, we're not going to put you in a quarantine hotel. Yeah. Because we're just not, you know. It's, <laughs> yeah. And that was the final piece of the jigsaw for me. Because if you're saying something that has been categorically put up as as this has to be, everyone has to be tested. No one can come into this country. You've now said people can come into this country basically with this disease. Yeah, yeah. And we'll welcome you in and you don't have to quarantine, but look after yourself when you get home. <laughs> That's either saying that the disease now is not important enough to worry about. Yeah. Which it could be, because you could go, well, you've got a quarter of a million, but why are you letting another quarter of a million in? You could be saying that. Yeah. Or what you're saying is, this is how we're going to live with it. You come in and we're not going to put you in a quarantine hotel for two weeks. You're going to go home. Because they cannot say it even or even suggest that it's it's slowing down or, or being eradicated. They have no idea. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? You know, because I, I think they'd love to be able to go, we, we, we've cracked it. Yeah. <laughs> but only the people that, you know, are part of the greater good. Everyone else can can go and sit in the corner and think about your actions. Hmm. It feels like there's, you know, but it's if, just if, going if, to fizzle out. It's going to be like a, it's going to be like a sad firework that you will think? explode, and it, it'll just, 
and what we won't ever see a case again or, or it'll very... just it'll just so, people are bored with it <laughs> people are bored with that's it. not science is it Mark? that's just oh no God. but it's behavioral science yeah okay better do's there's no protests. There's also no clapping. Everyone's just realised that pro- <laughs> realise that protests don't work. Clapping doesn't really work either. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one's doing anything except going, it's not that bad and you've just got a bit of a cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost that we've got to that saturation point and I think what's going to come in is the government are going to go... And most people have had it or had it, had yeah. it twice, haven't yeah. they? And. The government are going to go, you guys were awesome, you were brilliant. Because we've been told how brilliant we are, whatever we do. You know, people working so, at home are heroes, people who are yeah. so wearing li- a mask. I've listed a lot of things there, that are just, you know, amongst other things. And we haven't talked about other stuff, have we? Yeah. You know, um, and, and certain billionaire individuals. But um, that's kind of confusing enough to kind of go, w- w- where's all this going? What's the agenda? Mm-hmm. And then if it is the case that, we're just going to go. Oh, we're bored of it, which I think, which I think is a good point. Do you want to do a test? Because <laughs> you're saying, yeah. Sorry for spitting over you. There. <laughs> um, it's only got to the point where we're we're just going to get on and live with it and take it on the chin, which is what a lot of people were saying right at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Who knows what a different situation yeah, it might yeah. have been? I still kind of go. Well, if it becomes a th- very quickly something of the, of the past, I remember those couple of years. Mm-hmm. I'm still asking what was what was the point in a lot of those things a massive waste of money is it, is it one big social experiment you know talk about behavior you know behavioral mm-hmm. science and behavior change you know it's one of the biggest kind of behavior change exercises ever yeah. ever happened in yeah. the history of man yeah you know there's lots of things i can go well it could be all sorts of things we even talked about you know depopulation mm-hmm. this morning and mm-hmm. that's a you know that is a that is a real stretch mm-hmm. but when you start to piece some of the things together you go well, it's not a bad shout mm-hmm. and just a quick note on that um the Dr. Malone interview on mm-hmm. on Joe Rogan is 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 being banned left, right, and centre apart from mm-hmm. on, on Spotify. So it's definitely worth Twitter going to listen to. Twitter are putting it. Um, sorry, YouTube are putting it back up. Are they? Yeah, because I think they realised what we said this morning. When you ban something, it yeah, everyone wants everyone wants it a bit more. To see it, yeah. yeah, so I think that's definitely worth you know having having a look at and 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 you know then there has links to the kind of depopulation and and that kind mm. of thing, which is terrifying and that you know. I saw something the other day you like said what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and reality about six months <laughs> which is kind of your point yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it used to be 12 months but it's got a lot quicker, <laughs> it's got a lot quicker now, isn't it? so i guess it's still that um maybe they just don't know what they're doing you know maybe we look to them you've said that for quite a lot though and I, when, when i've had Ma- discussions you with matt to, you know you said I, the same. yeah and i don't necessarily you know tr- i certainly trust them all but there's still that element of they, they must know better right they must know better when experts in their field, like I said, you know, Malone and, and mm-hmm. McCulloch and all those kind of people mm-hmm. are being kind of strong armed off off media. Mm. You start to kind of go, what, who, who's running this? Is it, is it a kind of a secret world government? Or you start to go, well, who, who is in charge of this? It doesn't seem to be the people that we see every day. Mm. And then you have glimmers of actually they're quite smart. And then you have you know, more glimmers of going, they haven't got two brain cells to rub together. I mean, what? In, you know, there's mostly, in, you know, they're actually, I think there are some very intelligent people in government, but they don't ever seem to, you know, they demonstrate that. They're very rarely on the TV, aren't they, the clever yeah. I think the social experiment so, thing. And I, then sometimes you hear them, you go, well, that is what we kind of, I just find it so hit and miss. And it's like, they're not even consistently wrong. It's not strategic, they're not, they're is not, it? They're None not, of this they're is not strategic. consistently right. No. 
they're not even consistently right and wrong in equal it's 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 so scattergun and nothing seems to kind of i can't quite pin what what it's all about what is the point which is back to the whole point of this <laughs> what's the point of this podcast well, going going but, back to what is the point so one of the things is is that if you look at the figures say for australia with this whole thing with Djokovic, you look at australia they've they've had the them and new zealand have had the most strict and extreme rules mm. in the the, the the world people are clear on that mm. and their deaths have been very low but at the cost of obviously a massive loss of civil liberty yeah but in the last few weeks their cases are now is it seventeen thousand today going up from is that all yeah but it's like it's, it's a straight the graph has gone yeah. straight up yeah so it's someone was saying it's like you can keep it down for so long but you have to that the idea of the total lockdown yeah probably will stop it but the, the lockdown well, well, China, China are proving that that works but yeah. they are tying people to trees and parading <laughs> people around you know yeah you'd be paraded around wouldn't you with a big sign on you would have you seen that no. the parading people who who have gone out and like, broken curfews and, and isolation okay they put them in a hazmat suit and they've marched them okay through seen town, that. making an example of them okay they tied some person to a tree so they didn't run off yeah and then yeah I mean, it's extraordinary what they're doing. Is this from Chinese media? No, it's for the, B- the BBC now covering it. <laughs> Crisis actor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Billions of them. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a tree in like the bull ring <laughs> yeah. in Birmingham. Wonder, there'll be buses going by. Chinese citizen type. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the, the situation is that the, I think what they're finding in Australia is that, that you can keep it down if your lockdown is so, you know, that you just cannot move. Yeah. But you have to move at some time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then it will explode. So so that was one thing. But the second thing that, that I put up yesterday on one of my Insta stories was about Italy. And this, this concerned me because, firstly, it was everybody over 50. Mm. Now, Greece had everyone over 60 who was unvaccinated had to pay a monthly direct debit to the government for being a dickhead, basically. <laughs> That was the only thing. Being a dickhead ant. (laughs) Being a dickhead and putting, um, this was the thing that got my go, putting a um, potential um, pull on the health service. Mm -hmm. So what they said is you're over 60. You're being taxed. Yeah, you're being taxed for for making that or not making that decision. For being a burden. For being a burden. Mm -hmm. And that then comes to the the bit, well, if they're smoking 40, you know, 40 a day and if they're massively obese and blah, 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 blah. So you're just picking one thing, but you're basically be given a fine mm-hmm. um, for being over 16, be choosing to be unvaccinated. And that's until you die. You pay that monthly, about 107 quid, I think, you pay to the government. So that so that there is a financial cost for making that decision. And also there's, you know, if you weren't, if you, if you, it's so dangerous to be unvaccinated, you weren't going to last very long. Yeah. That's yeah. not a very good money-making exercise, <laughs> yeah. is it? Yeah. <laughs> you think they'd have picked something where... Yeah. That's that's quite smart. They know deep down nobody is going anywhere, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, Cha-ching. And the but the Italian one is that it's anyone over fifty, and there's a big difference between fifty and sixty in terms. Don't of tell me. Don't tell mortality. me. Hold on. Give me ten. No, don't ten, use your. Don't use your ten. Ten years. Use your phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, all right. So, so firstly, fifty was interesting that that was chosen. Mm. Um, but if you're unvaccinated in Italy from I think the middle of February. Um, you basically are going to be really restricted and probably not allowed to work. That, yeah. That's the sort of punishment. And well, even from home, 
Well, this is the interesting thing because it's only just come out. The small print basically said, you're not going to be sacked, right. but you're not going to be paid. So you're sort of going to be... A slave. Suspension. I don't know if you... I don't think you'd work. I don't think anyone would work for no money. No. But it's basically another fine because it's it's saying, you've still got your job, you just can't go to or receive remuneration for it. And that's <laughs> like, bizarre. well, I'll leave and do another... No, you can't do another job either. So mm. it's making you financially... So what's your concern then? That it's kind of... It, it's coming here. Because if you listen to the... Um, I'll put a link to the Boris's... His, Thing earlier he he's still in that interview said you know we're not going down the route i don't i think it might have been outside of this interview but it was it was in the text we're, we're not going down the routes of, of coercion yeah and we're going to keep it to uh he's encouraging people he's encouraging people he's encouraging people but it doesn't sound don't, at the moment it doesn't sound like he's going to make it mandatory i don't think he is what i'm saying is i think we've said this before it's almost like the roles were divided up and Central Europe, or the mainland Europe, has consistently been the one area of the world where the harshest... Um, I mean, I think it's its not necessarily Serbia, but it's one of those countries around that Eastern Bloc. Basically, people are under house arrest. There's several countries in Eastern European where you can't buy petrol if you're unvaccinated. <laughs> And people are going like, I can't do anything. I can't. And you're only banned from, you're, you're only allowed to go to food shops. I don't know who's laughing. Doctors. It's not funny. It's just, it's so bizarre, isn't it? But this has been a Central European thing. Mm. This isn't happening in Africa. It isn't happening in India. It mm. isn't happening in My colleague in of mine has just come back from Germany. Yeah. And every shop, everywhere you go, vaccine, you have to prove you've been vaccinated yeah. and wear a mask in there. Yeah. Otherwise you can't even go shopping. So we've got that in central. Yeah. So it's we've not... said this before. Every We're sort of playing the... Canada has jumped on, but we know Trudeau and Macron politically seem to make very similar decisions. Oh, you couldn't... You never see them in, in the room, in the same room, <laughs> do you, those two? I'm sure <laughs> the same person. Because <laughs> I put something on my ancestor about Trudeau, wasn't it? He was basically saying the unvaxxed, you know, he's almost yeah. you sort of deserve to die. It was like really sort of like... Yeah, it was exactly Macron who said, you're, you're, not, you're not a French citizen. Yeah. 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 So, so we've got that. So we, we've said this. We've been saying this for months. There's people are playing. So Australia and New Zealand are playing their roles. Playing their roles. Mm -hmm. You've then got Central Europe playing their roles, which does have echoes of of past fascist states. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Italy was a fascist state, mm -hmm. and putting in very coercive and a lot of othering going on of unvaxxed. Othering. Othering. That's a really good. Word. It is. Yeah. Um, the, the dividing, right? Yeah, and it's it's oh, oh that was right. It's kind of it comes it, from doesn't it come from the war? Yes, yeah. Or it comes Holocaust. from the whole sort of dehumanizing thing yes. as well. So like I say, even kind of masks played a part in that. Yeah, by dehumanizing people, not being able to see what they were, what their facial expressions yes. and stuff like that. Yeah, it was easier. To... And if you give them a name, a derogatory name, yeah, it makes them less of a human and easier to persecute. Yeah, broadly. And it is interesting how anti-vax comes. I'm not anti-vax. <laughs> no. But it's two things that happened. The World Health Organization changed the definition of vaccine in the middle of this pan pandemic. Mm. It's really interesting that that was changed. Mm. Oh, they did do that. In order to make it be called a vaccine, it doesn't. It didn't meet it the previous definition of vaccine, yeah. and they didn't want to call it gene mutation therapy because <laughs> it's not as catchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just think I think certain countries are playing certain roles, and I think our role is a bit about. And we mentioned this again. Johnson is the court jester. Mm. Yeah. It's just, it's just, 
we're just faffing about doing stuff. Yeah. I don't think they could have trusted him with a role. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just just be a clown. Yeah. Play to your strengths. Blimey. Just keep talking about wallpaper. Have a few kids. Mm. So, you know, there might be a point and there might not be a point. That's what I'm kind of taking from this. There might be some kind of big agenda. Yeah, we have, we may even kind of talk about it again, but you can start to look at climate change. We talked about soil this morning. We talked mm. about it quite a lot, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. So like, what you know, why you know, why are people buying up land? Why are people? Yeah, I don't know why there's why are we all kind of been um, why are things been obfuscated? I guess mm-hmm. why are we mm-hmm. kind of being confused? Why we're, we're kind of oh look over here? Yeah. And while we're doing that, something else is going on, isn't it? And you kind of think, I think, oh God, what is what 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 is it? Are they all joined up, or is it just lots of people not knowing what the hell they're doing? Yeah, I mean, I've always said we're all winging it to a certain. Yeah. We're all making it up as we go along. It's the first time we've all done this. Yeah, <laughs> I'd think you know if you're a believer in reincarnation mm. and all that kind of thing. That's right, isn't it? It's the first time you've you've done you, isn't it? Yeah, it's well, the first time you've done well the amount of years in your what? No, I was just going to say the definition of the universe being infinite means that everything that's ever been done has been done that already or will be done in that's the future. Consciousness exactly. that you're con- conscious of. Yeah. This yeah, is the yeah. first time you've done this. You're yeah. probably doing it infinitely in other other yes. realms, yes. quantum realms, right? Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. So in another quantum realm, everything is exactly the same. Yes. We're sat here. Yes. You just don't have a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. And then in another one, everything is exactly the same. And your hat is turned slightly yeah. to the left yeah. by two millimetres. Yeah. And one shall I, shall I keep exactly going for, for yeah. <laughs> infinitely? It's not all about hats. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, oh, gosh, where are we, Mark? Pull, pull all that together. Okay. So Jer- Jerry Springer, kind of final summing up, please. So I'm going to... Because I'm lost. I'm, I'm still confused. I'm still puzzled and confused. Right. I'm going to read an email that Amelia sent out today. Oh, exciting. Because it's in complete contrast to what we've just discussed. Is it... Is it, <laughs> is it, re- is it in complete contrast, is it relevant? Yes. Oh, great. So... Amelia has been doing these emails two or three a week. I don't subscribe to you, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, that was to her, not you. Yeah. I subscribe to you in every way, Mark. She hasn't advised, she hasn't had, she advertised. I think I said to her the other day, at the end of your email, it doesn't tell you how to describe, to, to subscribe to your email, which is like a basic marketing uh-huh. fail. You, you don't, someone who gets the email, you don't tell them how to subscribe. No, you would if someone goes, oh, if I went to you, oh, here's a thing from Meals PT and you went, oh, there's no forward forward to to a or forward to a friend. Yeah. No, you could look at her address and I could go. Does she need help with it? Does she need help? (laughs) (laughs) No, the reason I'm saying this, I just read this. I was um, at the gym tonight and I just took a couple of minutes out to get a breather and decided to look at this. Why I think this is relevant is the point, (laughs) the whole thing about what's What's the point point? of this Mm. We've been talking about how it's very, very difficult to make head or tail of the world per se. Mm -hmm. And I think this discussion hasn't been trying to go, there is a cabal of lizards running us. I think... Yeah, it's next episode. Yeah, I think I've tended to agree with what you've said and what Met has said to me every Friday is like... So Met is one of your clients. One of my clients. He's a big big fan of of, of the pod, isn't he? Yes, but he's our sort of critical friend in a constructive way. Right. And he would go, do you really think they can get their shit together to make it this, you know, <laughs> this sort of bigger conspiracy? Yeah. Because there's been hundreds of conspiracies. But also sometimes I think, you know, uh, 
it's so ridiculous. It yeah. feels like it's planned. You know, not like, you know, we talk about piss up in breweries. It's a, it's a phrase we use, we use here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, couldn't organise a piss up in a brewery. But there's an element of that needs, or, you know, pissing up in a brewery. I know the whole point of it is it doesn't need any organisation, yes. right? Yeah. But you kind of do. Yeah. You need to get people there. You know, it yeah. just feels you like this is so, it's just like, God, how, how, if you did this, if you planned it and executed it, that's a lot of work, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. This, this, you know, confusion and ineptitude doesn't come easy. Yeah. Right, it takes effort to fuck things up. <laughs> it does in a way, but and, to, and to keep up a pretense and to and to and like I said, obfuscates. Mine, I love that word, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's it's just a good. You know, that takes effort, doesn't it? It does, and, and I don't think the people in charge and, are able to do. I think I've maybe overestimated how conniving and how controlling and everything they can be. I think some of this is just sheer lunacy that they don't understand what they're doing and they make a decision. And mm, I've, mm. I've been really interested recently in the Jimmy Savile thing. And Ranking <laughs> Jimmy Savile curveball. Yeah. No, the reason I'm bringing you sent it me, in... Did you send me a picture of, of him, him and Tony, Tony Blair? Blair. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's like, it's bound to be with Tony Blair, isn't it? Um, he went to Chequers for Christmas for 10 Christmases in a row. Uh, Savile? Yeah. Anyway, I saw a clip of him. <laughs> right. I saw a clip of him on Have I Got News For You? Mm. When it was Angus Steeton in, yeah, in the yeah. chair. And Angus Deaton said to him... Oh, when he was on that shit, that was a... Did, have you seen this? I've, I've seen the episode because they repeat it when it yeah. when all that shit came out about him. And this made me this made me just take a breath because Angus Deaton goes to him, didn't you used to be a wrestler once? Mm-hmm. And he did, Jimmy Savile, back in the day. And right. he went, yes. And then he went, used to, like that, Jimmy Savile. Right. And Angus Deaton goes, yeah, what do you mean? He went... That's why I'm banned from every girls' school in the country. Mm. And yes, that, huh? Ian, what's his face, looks at him, and there's a female MP. It might even be a young Diane Abbott, actually. Mm. Looks at him as if to go, "You've basically said mm. you're a risk to children." Yeah. On national TV, yeah. and half the audience were laughing. And you go, "This is this plain sight thing." Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's basically said. I wrestle, I abuse young women. Well, you just, you just watch the top of the pops clips back. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yes, anyway. So the thing Amelia's from Amelia, email, what yeah. made me think was that in some ways, I feel this discussion hasn't been doom and gloom and going, the whole world is, you know, going to hell in the handcart. It's like, let's just look at what's going on. Maybe it isn't totally organised. Maybe it isn't, you know, the whole World Economic Forum planning every move. Maybe it's just governments doing what governments do. Well, yeah. hopefully, and if, if anything... We've kind of because the, a lot of the points I've made was about driving a wedge yeah. between two. Yes, we, we talked about othering. Yes, that that is happening, and, and yeah. in this last week since we last recorded, that has gone up a level. Yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, you know, leaders calling people names. Yes. It's got a little bit of playground. Yeah, it has it? got playground. <laughs> and this was part of the whole thing that that Malone said. It becomes it. You end up having playground politics of calling people, you know, poo face or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of level, isn't it? No, you are. No, you, you are. You piss me off. No, you <laughs> yeah. piss me off. Yeah, because it, they're kind of encouraging this this polarisation, which the, the black and white, getting rid of all yeah. the grey. Yeah. Yeah, the things I just talked about, you don't you don't have to do very much work to kind of go, here's every shade of grey yes. between these two poles. Yes. It, it, you, only, you don't have to read up much about it. If you've got, hopefully we've got, a bit of common sense between us two mm. to kind of go, well, if, if that is that, and this was that, what is, 
the bit in the middle is probably the bit you it, want. You just keep slicing it, right? And there's yeah. just there's all these things in the middle, and it, that's that is the, I guess the the dichotomy is that the, yes, of yeah. what's going on now. The par- it, it's it it it's duplicitous. I can't even say it. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It's 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 gone to a place where it hasn't been. There's lots of things that are the same. There's lots of new things. There's a handful of of opinion and information, and yet, you know, there's there's this kind of big divide right down the middle, and it's like you know all the wankers over there. Remember that joke? (laughs) The bloke walks into the pub. He's right. All you lot over there are wankers. Oh, you lot over there are twats. And this bloke goes up and goes, I'm not a twat. He goes, well, get over there with the wankers then. <laughs> it's that. Yeah. You can't go and sit in the middle and go, I'm not quite sure. It's, or let's discuss it. I'm not really sure I'm a wanker. It's Max, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. They yeah. were both fine. Yeah. They both had <laughs> their strengths. Well, they no, well, Beta Max was a better quality mark, but we all know that, don't we? Yes, but it didn't win the day. No, it didn't. It was Sky and it was... BSB and it was everything <laughs> yeah. is either or. Yeah. It was America and Russia going to the space race. Yeah. It's Pfizer or it's Moderna. Yeah. It's interesting everyone else seems to have disappeared. Yeah. Remember AstraZeneca? I've got the vintage one. <laughs> I've got, I've got, <laughs> yeah. Mine must be worth something, right? Fine, why? <laughs> I've just got one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got? Um so yeah, everything is becoming really binary, isn't it? Mm. It's everything it's red or it's red or blue in America. Yeah. In this country, I think but th- th- there's more and more questions and there's more and more there's more and more answers and there's more and more digging yeah it's not getting any clearer but if we went between those two you'd find the answer i think yeah i think that's where i'm kind of in there just going i don't know what the hell's going on yeah that i think it, the difference between vaccine and unvaccinated might be vaccine for a lot of people mm. a whole number of other interventions for some other people mm. some people might need a vaccine and well, we're back to the, buff- the buffet of options else. aren't yeah. we yeah. They're all out there. We're just not not being given them all. And this was the, just before I read Amelia's little bit. Someone was saying about mental health and about the brain, and this this resonated with me. And um, my daughter, who's doing the masters in neuroscience, said, "I'm understanding you more from my first term doing neuroscience because no one has really taught about the bits of the brain. Yeah. You, you you learn about you learn about." bones in your leg and mm-hmm. learns about how muscles work mm-hmm. and the four chambers of the heart yeah but i reckon if i said to everyone listening to this podcast name four areas of the brain and what they do mm. most people wouldn't be able to mention yeah. four areas of the brain and what they do and you go that's scary it's the most important yeah part of our body yeah and we don't know what it's called inside that's mad why is that yeah, being right. kept from us it's almost like well yeah. The masses don't need that information. Like we gut. learn about photosynthesis yeah. in plants, but we don't learn about our brain. And back to the gut biome, we don't learn. Yeah. That there's more and more stuff. And, and uh, Miguel, who we had on the show yes. ages ago, yes. is really flying on Insta and doing loads and loads of interesting stuff. Okay. And there's even more stuff coming out about the links between the stomach and the brain and your, yeah. your, your immune system. And, yeah. Well, know, the leaf it's, cutter it's ants a... ferment leaves, don't they? It's very much like Korean kimchi fermentation. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah, they keep themselves all fit and well. Yeah, but they had little chimneys to take away the dangerous well, gases well, back for the fermentation. To the ants. Before Amelia's, this better be good email because we've teased the shit out of this. <laughs> but, but the ants, you know, they're not all kind of, you know, why isn't, you know, D Wing been built yet? Oh, kind of, you know, they're all on, they're in isolation. Hmm. They've caught snivel hmm. or they've tested positive for the ant snivel. Hmm. So they can't build that. 
They don't do that, do they? Just get on with it. And I'm sure a few just kind of cark it on the job. Yeah. Don't they? But and I, they can't, I bet they've even got burial chambers in that kind of complex yeah, yeah, or, infrastructure or of theirs. Or or yeah. Yeah, that's just sick, Mark, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> kids, kids listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, email. Okay. So all this was... And this isn't as earth-shattering as I oh, No, go. no, what it is 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 this part Is this part of her business emails? Or has um, she just sent you an email going, hi? It goes out to anybody who wants to subscribe. It's mostly her clients. My, my, I was trying to lead you into, where can we subscribe? <laughs> or should, should we hear it first? And then let's kind of, um, well, uh, yeah, we'll get back to well, you. Well, her address we is meals, M-E-E-L-S, at mealspt.com. That's her email address. She's given her email address, I doubt. Not the how to subscribe to her email. I don't know how to subscribe. Honestly. To her. She can come back if she listens to this and she can do it herself. Right. <laughs> so, the reason I'm reading this out is in terms of balance because we said a little while ago we're not going to try and save the world and answer all the problems. And I don't think we've done that. Mm. I think we've given an overview and gone, yeah, we're doing best we can. We're aware of things that are happening. We're raising awareness, yeah. but we're not going, this is doom and gloom. We're all going to be, yeah. you know, 1984. Yeah. And I read this while I was doing a couple of minutes recovery on my gym set today. And she said, right, evening team. I've been reading a new book recently and I love it, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. I read a chapter last night about taking 10 minutes a day just to just be, as in yeah. be. If you know me, this is Amelia, but I think the cat fits <laughs> her father as well. If you know me, I cannot just be. I cannot sit still and my mind is constantly on overdrive. Mm. However, today I took 10. I'm currently in Devon and so I took the opportunity to sit on the beach. Sounds idyllic, but actually it was windy, rainy and cold. Nevertheless, I sat and I did nothing. I just let myself be. We're constantly rushing around thinking about our next task, our next weekend plans, what we're having for tea and what you need to do at work the next day. Mm. And if we are still, it is in front of the TV, scrolling on our phones or something similar. We never allow ourselves to simply be. So tomorrow, take 10 minutes to be. Find a comfortable space and just sit. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to think. Just sit and be. I've done it once. I am no meditation expert, but it was nice. It chilled me out. And it allowed my mind to be still for a small percentage of my day. Give it a try and let me know how you feel. And I read that and I thought, I read loads of stuff on mindfulness and meditation and it all seems too much. Doing nothing for 10 minutes other than just being aware that I'm me and I'm yeah. sitting doing nothing and not trying to meditate, not trying to be mindful, seemed like a nice balance to yeah. me sending you ridiculous texts at midnight <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought I'm going to give that a go because I'm not doing my mindfulness and meditation because it almost feels too much to me it almost feels yeah yeah I'm doing it from walking but I'm not doing any of the stuff I learned on my course mm -hmm. but I'm thinking 10 minutes of just being just yeah feeling my body but not thinking consciously mm. just not mm. doing anything for 10 minutes it'll be interesting yeah and I think the reason I read that out is I think that's that's in direct contrast to the the mm. flurry of everything. There's never a minute when something doesn't happen on the news. Yeah, I and mean, your point to that is you you don't need to worry about what the point is. Yes, to those, other, to those yes, other things. That's exactly the time. There isn't a point of just mm. being be other than just do it. I'm not going to find the answers. No, necessarily, so. no. So there's no expectation. If I did, I'd probably be let down and disappointed with them anyway. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, if you find the answers in those 10 minutes, you've been thinking and that isn't the point. Yeah. So I've got some content. We'll do that next time, shall we? Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far and thanks for listening to us as usual. Remember, you can follow us on the socials by searching for I'm Finecast and feel, feel free to drop us an email at imfinecast at gmail.com. Um, so in, in the next episode, Mark, what is your content? Um, my content is uh, we're going to go back in time, <gasps> back in time to the 70s. 70s. And see how stuff was back yeah. in the 70s. How many decades have you lived? I've worked out I've lived in six Well, seven, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mad, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I don't remember one of them, but... Yeah. But I was, I was around in the 70s, so... And probably at the time where you were going to be talking about here. Was it 79, 80 or 70? So, so the book is set um, the end of 1979 um, mm. until September 79 till September 80. And interestingly enough, you know, we had the big discussion on the debate of whether I ever saw you too. <laughs> yeah. Some so research. I looked at the gig. The gig yeah, did exist. It did exist. We found it. You're just not quite sure and it, found, exactly when and, and where. I found was exactly that right? when and where now. Oh, you have. And it was where I said. So, okay. So, yeah. Are you saving that till till next time? No, no. It, 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 it was you... just that it's able to go in the novel, which was like... Cool. The research. This is the research I'm talking about. So some of the stuff that I'm going to talk about the 70s. Yeah. And just one little spoiler alert. When the things completely Ooh, forgotten, was um, in the mid 70s in Bristol there was an IRA bomb set off. I, that was White Lake. Was that White Lake or Park, uh, Street? Park Street? Park yeah, Street. Bottom yeah. Of Park Street. From at a recruitment. I've seen the picture center, of that. Yeah. 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 And again, you suddenly go, shit. There was. Yeah. You know. Shit was different real. times, but yeah, it's <laughs> like. So yeah. So it was just. Um, just going back and just maybe having almost like reminiscing, but going how far have we changed and how far have we improved? Because um, you did talk about the a few pods ago about whether it was better back then. Yeah. And we kind of talked about, you know, you've got rose tinted glasses and things like that. And, you know, the, the things that you didn't have. And I think you kind of might, I'm sure you mentioned on the pod that it was, it was a time that wasn't good for you. Yes. But, but was you, it but a better you, time? Was yeah. it a better time? Yeah. For lots of different reasons, but okay. All right. Well, uh, We'll do that. So we'll probably see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. Bye.